This is First, Last, Best, Worst. The only podcast recorded on a Tascam 4-track cassette tape. We explore the craft of songwriting with our guests as they perform the first, last, best, and worst songs they've ever written. I'm your host, Carl Banks. I'm Taylor Rogers. And I'm Paul Blackwell. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hey guys, uh, welcome to this next. Uh, uh, I fucked it up. All right, <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. It's the tape. We're, we're we gotta go with it. We get. We got a lot of fucks up top on this one. Welcome. Oh, we are sorry. broadcasting from the apartment of Paul Blackwell in Bushwick, Brooklyn. We uh, undisclosed address, so uh, nobody fans don't come and try to meet with him. How you doing, Taylor? Uh, <laughs> you look a little I'm distraught. Not, yeah, I'm not gonna talk anymore. The rest of the podcast, <laughs> I fucked it up so hard up top. Up top that. I'm I'm just like, I'm too embarrassed. You're not going to hear. This is the last thing that you're going to hear me say for the rest yeah, of the Yeah, and if any children uh, are listening, um, yeah, you, there's going to be less fucks I as know, time goes. I know. We just try so hard to be a family-friendly podcast. <laughs> we do. And I, it, it, the, the thing that hurts the most for me is how I've betrayed the children I of know. this great nation <laughs> uh, just now. So they're, I, I deeply crying. apologize, and I know that there's nothing that I can do to fix what I just did. You just keep your chin up and, you know. Work it out by the end of the podcast, and it'll be, you know, a win for the team. That's, I know you're trying to make me feel better about this, Carl, <laughs> but I think it's best for me to just sit this one out. So. All right, all right, all right. I got. I'll take this one. Well, in the studio today, we have Gary and uh, and Alyssa. Hey guys, what's happening? Hey, hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Well, we are. Here. I'm wonderful, and I'm really excited to hear your first, last, best, and worst songs. Uh, your band is Shapes of Calvary. Calvary. <laughs> <laughs> See well. Oh my God, Taylor, we are uh, failing here, man. Yeah, we really <laughs> fucked up. I think, yeah, actually, you guys might have to do this podcast. Do you want us to take over? No, yeah, you, you're not going to. Is gonna this your it? worst? Yeah. <laughs> this is our worst. This is our worst. I fucking wrote it on my paper, too, and I still said it wrong. God yeah, you practiced it. before we actually started the tape saying the name of their band, which is Shapes in Calgary. In yes. Calgary. Yep. And then uh, I made a joke, and then it was stuck in my head. Yep. So that's what. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys just want to take it from here. Yeah, can uh, we hear your first song? Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Should we introduce it? Sure. Yeah. What's our, the name of this one? Our first song is called uh, Burning Up. This is the first song we ever wrote. And we're going to do a slow and moody version of it. I'm not You go. 
Oh, that was great. Yeah, that was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. So can you uh, date the song? Um, I guess that would take us back. Like, I want to say like January or February uh, of like 2016. Yeah, right? that, that probably makes sense. Um, we were living together and we um, had just started writing music together, obviously, because it's the first song we wrote. But Alyssa had a side project um, called... Uh, it's unimportant. Many, <laughs> many different names, yeah. which was really cool. <laughs> And we had sort of tried to collaborate on that um, for a while, and we ended up just kind of yelling at each other <laughs> trying to collaborate <laughs> on that one. So uh, we ended up doing another collaboration after uh, after that, which was successful with some other friends, which made us realize that if we worked on music that was neither hers nor mine, mm -hmm. we could come up with something new together and not yell at each other. And yeah. so far, we <laughs> have come that. up with many songs and... We've yelled at each other sometimes. Yelling's minimal. Yeah, yeah. Minimal, minimal yelling for the most part. T take us through a little bit of both of your histories in regards to music. Well, we both started playing music really young. Like, we both were classically trained violinists from, like, <laughs> Gary was, like, six when you started, right? Yeah, six. You were six, and I was, um, like, seven when I started. Um, so that was, like... We didn't know each other. We didn't know, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um... So for me, I was playing violin um, and I was playing in orchestras and was sort of on that track. And then probably when I was 11 or 12, I started playing guitar. Um, and Were you taking lessons or were you just no, learning No. I, I, well, so my dad's a musician uh, and he sort of taught me basic stuff. And then from mm -hmm. there, I just sort, was sort of self-taught. But And you had the violin, so it's so, yeah, you know, somewhat similar. And kind, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you can play one string instrument, you can kind of learn them all. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I started doing that and uh, I started writing songs pretty early on. I mean, not good ones, but <laughs> um, yeah. But I don't think I really thought of myself as a songwriter uh, probably until I was, I don't know, maybe when I was in college, then I sort of started uh thinking that way in terms of of writing songs and and putting the always on guitar generally uh yeah th that was originally i was writing um when i was writing songs that way yeah because i was also composing but i was doing that that was more string based but when i was writing songs it was on guitar and i mean now it's funny because like i'll write stuff on like the prophet right but i never used to ever do that yeah Prophet is a synth, by the way, right. not just yeah. Oh, yeah. Not our Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. our Lord and Savior. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's really cool. I I, I did notice that uh, that violin bow yeah. that you have tattooed on your forearm, and I was thinking that would be really cool if you never actually played the violin. <laughs> yeah. You're just like I just like the violin, yeah. specifically the bow. I just I like the way that bows well, look. Yeah, <laughs> well, Gary hair. has yeah. a violin tattoo also, yeah. but it's like the other part. So if you, oh. I mean, we did not. Not, we did oh, not do that together. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, there wasn't like a Cancun, no. like drunk that wasn't, like, yeah. tattoo. That wasn't a Violet. like, we're getting married. <laughs> you know what we're going to get? Yeah, so a romantic when, honeymoon tattoo. No. When did you guys meet? Um, we oh, met. We will uh, actually, so before the band, we had been dating for about a year before we did anything with music together. Mm -hmm. I think, That's good. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we were just like too scared. Like, what if... I don't know, like everything was going so well. Like, how can we fuck this up? Um, uh, I can curse, right? Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. Taylor fucking curses fuck all the fuck up. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, we kind of stayed away from it. And, and then I heard like Alyssa played me. I, I, I got really curious and I was like, I want to hear your music. And she played it for me. And I was like, thank God she's good. Because like, <laughs> yeah, it, it would have been, it would have been an, an issue if, if it was like really bad. Or Can something. you take us through a brief hif- history of uh, your b- encounter with music? Yeah. I mean, so as Alyssa said, I grew up playing like classical violin. Mm-hmm. I, I also played classical piano. Um, and then I also self-taught on guitar from my dad. Uh, oh, cool. Uh, kind of a similar thing. Wow. Yeah, really strange. And then I started playing bass. Bass is kind of my main instrument these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started playing that because the high school jazz band needed a bass player to go to Toronto. And they were like, <laughs> you'll get a free trip to Toronto if you just learn uh, the bass. Yeah. So I went out and bought a bass and like practiced <laughs> until I had these giant calluses on my fingers and got the free trip to Toronto. Um, and then sort of just like kept playing. And I was playing in a lot of bands like throughout high school and college. Um, you know, moved to New York probably 12 years ago and was playing in bands and doing stuff like that. And then found myself in the studio world where I like produce an engineer and, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, yeah. And I, I've, I've played with a lot of different bands though. So mostly as a bass player these days. Yeah. Did you yeah. write, uh, songs throughout that period? I never wrote songs because mm-hmm. I, it, I like always, it's not allowed for bass players. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's ba- forbidden. Bass players can't touch the writing book. Um, no, I always like thought I had this thing where like I would try to write music and I would be like, well, it's not as good as like Tom Waits. So I'm just not going to do it. Like yeah. I was like, why should, what do I have to contribute that uh-huh. Tom Waits hasn't, you know, or yeah. like, or to Bob Dylan or anything. Right. Or Iggy the Beatles, Pop, whatever. Iggy Pop. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that was like my whole, th- I would think I was just too hard on myself. I think it came from the classical, like perfectionist world. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're not the best, like, why are you even doing it? Yeah, sort I of did, thing. I didn't start writing songs until I realized that I was better than all those guys. That right. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Well, no, I, so now I'm finally better than Tom Waits. So that's, uh, I'm writing, that's yeah, that's why I'm writing songs. That's so why I, you're on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think I basically just got over myself. I got over myself and I was like, yeah, like you can do this. And like, I don't know, it was also easier. Like Alyssa was really the first time that I had ever written for real because I was really good because I think the producer and engineer in me is really good at coming up with like a sonic mood or a sonic texture. Mm -hmm. But then like to string a song together, I would have no clue how to do it. And Alyssa's really good at that. So I'd be like, hey, I have this like weird like profit uh, keyboard loop with like a weird like iPhone loop. Mm -hmm. What can we do with this? And she'd be like, okay, like, well, we do this for this many bars. And then we transition to a new thing where I would just, I'd be like, let's just stay on that thing forever. (laughs) Um, And that's not a song. So (laughs) I finally learned what a song was about three years ago. (laughs) (laughs) And this song, uh, this, that you just played burning, uh, uh, can you talk a little bit specifically about that song and how, how it came about? Um, it's different. You said this is more of a stripped down version. Yeah. yeah. We, this is like, I mean, the, the main, ver- it's funny. It's the first song we wrote and it will actually be, it was not on our first EP because we didn't think it fit with mm-hmm. the rest of the songs, but it will be on the new one. Okay. Um, so it's, a, it's a bit more up tempo and it has, um, has some like, it has a loop that is prominent throughout it. I think it was like a Moog loop or something. And then, uh, and we did a whole full band. It was kind of like a song that we wrote and then brought, to our band at the time and was okay. like, what do we do with this? And they sort of made it really awesome actually. And we played it live forever. And I remember coming up with the idea on the subway for that song. <laughs> I was like, I remember coming up, I don't know why I was like on so the what, subway. What part did you come up with that you then brought to Alyssa? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. I think it was like, it was just remember. like the overall, Oh no, it was the verse. I came up with the verse in my head on the subway while we were like in, we were like at J Street or something, and I remember coming up with like that rhythm 
specifically. Oh, yeah. Sure. And then I was like, oh, I really want to. And we like got home and I think I just like put it down yeah. and then we, it just like came out and there. we just like sort of did it. And then we like put some, like a bunch of weird, per, like, Oh yeah. Percussion so on so it one, one thing that ended up, and I think it's still, it's on the yeah. version that will be on, like it's on the, the completed version that will be on the EP is our, um, our milk steamer on our espresso machine is like, like we, I don't know how we rigged that up. We sampled it. We sampled it. <laughs> oh. yeah. That's but, the most Brooklyn thing I've it, ever yeah, heard. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, we were like, oh, what a weird sound. Um, so we just like did a bunch of takes of me like steaming. It wasn't even milk. We steamed like water. Or really <laughs> don't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I made a delicious latte and drank it. Yeah. <laughs> So it's going to be on your latest, uh, is this an LP or EP? And it's another EP, another EP? Uh, a slightly longer EP, and uh, we don't have a title for it yet. We're still mixing it. Okay. Um, but this EP is going to be really cool. It's been a lot more fun for me to work on because the first one, I did everything aside from like, obviously, Alyssa and I co-wrote everything. <laughs> I did everything. nothing. <laughs> no, I didn't write anything. But I, did, I did everything Turn on the, mic off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did everything on the technical end gotcha. for, for the first one, so... Um, it got pretty, uh, I was, I really lost perspective by the end. So this mm-hmm. one, uh, my friend Nick Krill from Spinto Band, um, and Clapper Hands say, yeah, he co-produced this, um, this round co-produced and co-engineered it with me. And then my friend Chris Cubetta, um, is co-mixing it okay. with me, myself and Nick as well. Gotcha. So there's like a nice team yeah, in yeah. place for this one, which is really it awesome. Definitely made it more fun, especially in, in the studio. Like I get really stressed out during recording, but like having Nick has like a very calming presence. And I feel like when it was just Gary and I doing everything, like it was too, it was Mm -hmm. like, Remember we talked you about yelling? You can't see me, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, doing the hand gesture. It was like way up there yeah. in terms yeah, of Yeah, you got to have someone who's not as invested in the mm-hmm. process around just as kind of like uh, some, per- yeah, some per- perspective. Because right. otherwise you just get like so lost. Right? Yeah. It's like you repeating don't even know the same word over and over. I know. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, is the uh, is your last, your latest song on this latest EP? Yes. Yep. So cool. can you set this one up for us? Alyssa? Sure. Um, so this this song is called In French. Um, and I wrote it about my high school boyfriend. So <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. Big reveal. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> we actually never talked about it lyrically together, so I guess that was the first time you ever We're going to be changing part. our song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is going to be the first breakup we've ever had on yeah. the yeah. podcast. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, everybody. Everyone smile. We're all smiling. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> Shapes and divorce. <laughs> <laughs>
That was great. Thanks. The way it just hung there at the end. Let's talk real <laughs> quick about instrumentation. You're playing yeah. the prophet on this one. Yep. Uh, and, yeah. And then, uh, Alyssa, what are you playing? What were you playing on that one? This is a little micro brute, just just a little synth bass. And then, um, then we have we have like this little drum machine that I'm just sort of triggering. <laughs> and uh, is that how, do you write on this, or is this just kind of how you adapt the songs after you? Maybe write them primitively and then... Well, I feel like we when we start writing songs, it's usually like we'll get we'll either start on The Prophet or um, we used to write a lot of our songs on, um, on mm. this other synth, this Oberheim, which was like this really big, heavy... Old. Piece of crap, but like <laughs> sounds great. It sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll write on that and then usually we'll get a drum loop going. It's not necessarily on a drum machine. I mean, it, it's on the computer, so I guess it's sort of the same thing. But mm -hmm. um, And then we'll see where that takes us, and then we sort of flesh out the demo a bit. Uh, and then after that, like uh, we bring it to the band and see what what they do with it too, and then that's sort of how we come up with the final version. And, um, and I guess the key thing is we always want to make sure that we can play everything live, like, it to some mm -hmm. which is why some like degree. we do this the sampler thing because it's like we we're, we're trying to stay away from like a backing track thing and this is so it's it's basically just like loops that go in there like a one bar or two a two bar loop mm -hmm. that can be start start or stopped by Alyssa mm -hmm. so there's a, it leaves us a little bit of freedom if we do want to like extend a section or, or anything and like what's that. the band makeup it's clearly um, the two of you yeah uh, Alyssa does synth bass and and lead vocals and sampler. Um, I do profit, um, and also like electric bass. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we have a guitar player, um, and a drummer, which they sort of rotate. Although we've had a couple of guys who have been with us for the last few shows have been Are great. The, do you guys, uh, do you guys have live drumming as well as yeah. the, that's yep. cool. I like yeah. that sound a lot. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Us too. I mean, that's a big part of our sound I think is like having like a drummer play to a loop. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's like you get the best of both worlds kind of yeah. in a way. Mm -hmm. Man, I've been, I went to uh, the Get Down. Are you guys familiar with the Get Down at all? It's like this dance no. party. It's sort of no. spiritual, uh, kind of like a yoga class, but it's like a dancing thing. Sounds anyway, cool. they always have uh, like Latin per hand percussionist with like techno music. And oh, it's, nice. It's fucking great. You yeah. know, it just adds so much to have a live, um, you know, performer there yeah we i mean we did um we've done a lot on this record too with in addition to the loops we've sort of done like sampling of live drums almost the opposite of what's been going on in like pop music which is like which is like electronic samples on top of acoustic drums mm -hmm. we've been doing sort of the opposite which is like triggering a drum machine with live, live. samples that we make oh, in wow. the studio too which has been kind of fun um so that like the ep is like a mix this next one is like a mix of like live infused uh drum machines with like some weird weirdo sort of loops like thrown in there and how often does the band play we try to do one once a month once a month yeah what kind of venues you're playing around new york mostly yeah um yeah Brook brooklyn is sort of our our best because yeah. we live right around the corner in <laughs> and we're uh, lazy and sonically it sounds like brooklyn to me or like oh, nice. this kind of wave of like yeah, what a, what lcd sound system a little bit you know like that yeah. sort of uh, I don't know. That's the feel I'm getting from it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like, what are what are you guys' influences? What What are the uh, I guess I'm, I mean I guess you guys kind of bonded over some mutual influences at some point. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, during your your. It's funny because I feel like the music we're most influenced by like isn't necessarily the sound we end up creating, but like I don't know, like 
we both love Elliot Smith and like as a songwriter and like lyrically, that's just like where I'm drawing from all the time. But like, you would never know that by listening to the sounds we end up making. Um, but like, I don't know, like we both, we love beach house. Um, so that we, we pull from that a lot from them a lot when it comes to like, um, like guitar and ambience sort of stuff. Yeah. And like like the weird sounds that will like get on, um, yeah. On the profit. And then also like just in terms of weird drum loops, I feel like they're, they're really great with that too. I got to, I got to shout out Dave Bazan too. Cause he's, yeah. he's like, I, I'm more of a Dave Bazan. I mean, Alyssa, I think likes his stuff, but I'm like a Dave Bazan freak. And, um, <laughs> I think our band, like if you listen to his headphones record, which is just called, it was a project that had one record that was called headphones that he did. That sort of informed a lot of the early decisions we made as a band. Um, consciously or is this are you, can you say this retrospectively like did you know it in the moment I, th- I definitely knew it in the moment I was like really influenced by what he and that's an older I think it was like 2001 that mm-hmm. that but I had ju- I was just really into it um, so a lot of our stuff has like this like sort of like mid tempo like sort of bob your head feel which a lot of like Dave Bazan solo stuff or that headphones record sort of has mm-hmm. um, like these like laid back sort of grooves which we sort of love um, and our, our old drummer who just left to move, he moved out to Seattle, but he was also a really big Dave Bazan fan, which helped because he, his like opposite of propulsion yeah. was like perfect for our yeah, band, you know, like he's just like so laid back and Lay just like was cut. keeping us from like rushing and stuff like that. So, and, but our, our, uh, all of our other drummers have kind of done exploded. a similar thing. They yeah. all exploded like spinal tap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 They've spontaneously combusted. <laughs> yeah. Well, Elliot yeah. Smith gets a lot of props on, um, from a lot of the songwriters we talk to on here. Oh, no. So, yeah, he's like so. one of the best yeah. songwriters. He's awesome. Yeah. Almost, almost to Taylor level. Almost. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love Elliot Smith. I mean, we love classical music. We love, you know. Um, and I feel like that first EP, too, we even. Even pulled from like really early guided by voices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like their true. first their first record is just like so warbly. It, like I don't know what really it's like their first five. It's like they recorded it in yeah, pretty. it's like they recorded it in a garage, but like also to a tape that had been recorded on five times or something. <laughs> yeah. Like it just sounds so bad, but it's like very good. Very yeah. good. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh speaking of very good, what do you think about uh your best song? Our best song. Can you set this up for us? Yeah, it's uh, it's you hard. Set it up. It's hard saying what your best song is, yeah. right? Am I right? I'm yes, right. Totally. Because you know, then you have to say that you did something good, <laughs> right, which yeah. I think as an artist is hard to do. But uh-huh. this is definitely our most well received song. It was the first song we released, um, and uh, it it kind of did better than we were expecting. Like out of nowhere, it was just like, oh people care about it how did uh let's go through that real quick what do you mean released it on itunes or something or we, we released it on spotify okay. um spotify and soundcloud but it got kind of put on one of those big spotify playlists mm-hmm. like unexpectedly so like we had people sort of just like emailing Thank us like know. like all, all of a sudden yeah. just that's like that's great that's like yeah. the dream that, that's it like was the totally dream, the dream yeah. Yeah. but i was like right i was like this is not gonna happen every time like there's <laughs> yeah. no way so i was like it was great but i had to like also check myself and be like this is a total fluke and it's a good song i mean it's it's okay but like you know I, I think it just hit luck, it you know? it just it, mm-hmm. it was luck and it hit a right spot with some people and so i think yeah the song's called Happy so by, now. by consensus this is your best song <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> okay well let's yeah. get to it cool uh so this is Happy now.
Awesome. And that hey. was the Spotify hit. That was the Spotify yeah. hit. How do you feel playing it now? Do you you like playing it? Like singing it? I like playing it like this. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's different for some this reason. Way. I don't like playing it as much. Maybe. Yeah. Um, do you think it's because everyone likes it a lot? No, I think it's because we've played it a lot. Yeah. Now. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it's just like um, I lo- I love that people love it, but um, we've played played it a lot, so it's just like I don't know. We get like we get bored and we're always trying to challenge ourselves. So at this point, it feels like oh, kind of an easy song mm-hmm. a yeah. little bit. But uh, I have a question, Alyssa. Lyrically, do you write? Um, do you get a melody and write to it 
for like this song? Do you have that? Do you know? Did, did you have the lyrics beforehand or anything like that? How, you, how, what's your process like? So usually when we're writing, I'll hear a melody first, and that's how I know what we're writing is good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like if I can't pick out a melody, then we usually are just like, all right, scrap it. Like let's try a different idea. So usually I hear a melody first, but um, the lyrics come really shortly after. Like if I can't write lyrics to to something we come up with like within the same day that we're working on it, like I'll we'll probably scrap it. Oh, okay. And we scrap a lot. We scrap mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Kill your babies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you feel like I mean, the lyrics have to. That, that's, that's interesting because like you feel like the if the lyrics don't come emerge pretty readily, then it's just not work. Yeah. Like then the, something's the not working. Is not fertile enough. That's is, really interesting. That's is cool. there a reason behind that, or is it just that's just ten, how it tends to be? I don't know. I mean, I think for everybody it's different. I know songwriters who can like sort of sit and marinate with mm-hmm. a song for a long time. Um, I'm not one of them. For me, I know my best stuff will ha- will either happen really quickly or it won't at all. Like I feel like the longer I sit with something, it's like the more frustrated I get and then the more pressure I feel to like write something and then it just feels, I don't know, phony or like mm-hmm. contrived. Well, I remember ha- Happy Now happened really quick. Yeah, it was almost instant. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. You feel like it's just like channeling through you? That's how I feel when I'm when I on occasion when that has happened. Yeah. Happened to me when inspiration strikes like that. It's like the best feeling it's ever. It's just yeah. the, ne- the next step becomes really obvious, I feel uh-huh. like. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, duh. We like go to that chord and do that. You know, it's like it's not as much like fishing around for what it is. It's mm-hmm. like, cool, we did this part, and obviously this is the next part. Yeah. You know, it's like, right. which is really cool. I mean, that doesn't happen... It doesn't happen that easy for us most of the time, but that song happened to come fairly easily, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like those the the ones that um, flow from you the easiest are also the ones that you know most easily make a connection with other people. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so I mean, do you guys do you guys dedicate time in your life to sit down and work on stuff and bring things to each other? Yeah, and I mean we we don't do a lot of bringing stuff to each other actually. We I, I do a lot of I'll do a lot of demoing like on my own and then sometimes that will turn into something, but usually it's like we dedicate time and sit down together and come up with something while we're both in the same room. So mm-hmm. just blank slate yeah. just yeah. dicking around. And what's yeah. that look like is that you're in your apartment? You yep. guys have a like a little home studio yep. type of thing? Yeah, we have a little home studio at the apartment and uh yeah, it was, it was the same. We just moved and we did the same thing. It was just like we need to have this this sort of like space because like, I don't know, it's something that's really important for us. I mean, also I work from home a lot and, you know, as a, as an engineer and stuff and I just need like a space to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also it works out just having a space for us to be able to write. And we actually just recently were writing with, we've started like writing with other people too. Like not for our band, but for other people's bands and stuff. You bring in a third I'm just that. Yeah. 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 Sometimes, you know, relationships, you, you know, you, you're together for a while, you know, you got to spy things. Yeah. Spy yeah. Things. yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's a nice little space to have. And then we can, like, go take a break and go out to the living room and make a coffee or something and not feel like we're just, like, jammed in this, like, room or something. You know, we can. And when you're writing with, like, synth and loops and stuff like that, it's different than having a guitar riff that you're going to work off. Do you keep them organized on a computer? Are they just on the synth? Or And if you're scrapping stuff, um, how does that process work? Very good question. We have a, we have a crazy system. That is usually yeah. we started the band with, with Demo 1, 
And I think we're up to like demo 60 at this point, which yeah. is crazy because we've, we've after the CP, I think we'll, we'll have only released like 12 songs. Yeah. <laughs> but that sounds about like a, regular, yeah, that's a normal great. ratio. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's such a good thing for people to hear that like as musicians, like there's so like what you're posting on social media are these finished products and the shit that goes into that is it, it takes so much time and there's so much scrapping of stuff clearly Oh yeah. that like, it's really cool to talk about that and hear and hear that side of things. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a lot. So basically, if a demo turns into a song, it then gets assigned a name, obviously. And then I have to make like a patch on the profit and then figure out a way to then get whatever like the main, if there's a loop, like get it into the sampler. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we just have like a page on the sampler that has all our different loops, plus the Bob Ross theme song. Yeah. um, (laughs) That has to play all the way through. That has to play all the way through. You can't stop it. It's we like, we used to we well not used to I'm saying that like as if we're like this old old band we used to but um, <laughs> there were a couple of shows where we just we opened with the Bob Ross theme song yeah we rough, felt like oh, show, we yeah. gotta just the open most with mellow it. show ever and like, yeah. and like five seconds in I was like this is a terrible idea no I think people <laughs> liked committed. it yeah. people were into it a little bit <laughs> I think they were cool yeah. maybe cool maybe hear that a little bit oh yeah, yeah but mm. there's just be warned there's no <laughs> there's the no way to stop, stop it yeah. So like we have it. We got set room up. on the tape, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we have most of the samples on here. I can start and stop, but that uh-huh. one for, for I don't know reason. why Gary it's, programmed it's it this way, but it's haunted you with can't. The ghost of Bob Ross. You can't stop it. It has to complete. So it's like if we click it, and we're in it's it. It's like for a dog when it starts thumping your leg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I can do it. Hit it. Yeah. All right, I'm hitting it. In the land of happy little trees. <laughs> Little Indian yellow. <laughs> yellow ochre. Yellow ochre. <laughs> Clean the brush. Yeah. That's his favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> he always had like squirrels too. He always oh. like he, oh, he did. He had a pet squirrel. That was his whole thing. <laughs> thanks thanks a lot for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's how you would start the show too. That's, that's yeah. like, well, here's the thing. We'd start, like, I was, say, I was listening to fun. that. I was listening to that, and honestly, I was like, "Man, we gotta change our yeah. fucking intro music." Because we'll we'll do one for you. Yeah. Would you guys in the style of Bob Ross? Oh yeah. yeah. Reference. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, we can just like we'll pull from that. We'll give you one. Yeah, from his ouvoir. Over. How the fuck do you say that word? You guys know. You guys know classical music. Oh. Yeah. Not that well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's hear your worst song. Worst song. All right. Wow. <laughs> so this is a song that we technically finished. No, we actually didn't. Well, we didn't finish it. Yeah, I guess that's true. Explain what you mean. Well, so um, so we wrote it and we recorded it, but it's only it's only two verses and two choruses. Like there is no there's no bridge. B-section. Like there's no yeah there's no. It, it just sort of, we just let it go. <laughs> oh, that's great. I like hearing, I, I, we like hearing pieces of stuff. Yeah. Because yeah, a lot a of stuff are just, a lot of things that you come up with are just like free floating pieces. And you're like, I don't, like, hopefully one day they find a home somewhere, yeah. but a lot of times they don't. Well, there's, there is one, the one thing we really liked about this song was that I, I put a Wu Tang bass line on it. <laughs> Which you won't hear, unfortunately. You won't hear because I don't have the bass with we me. But the, just imagine a very Wu Tang ish <laughs> bass line going along with this song. And this loop also, we just, 
because we, when we sat down to do like to figure this song out because it's been a while since we even pulled it up i was like oh let's tr try a loop and i just opened my phone and entered the tempo and just hit the first loop that came up so that's what you'll be hearing <laughs> the first loop that just came up on this drum machine that i use on my phone oh, what is the song called yeah. oh i think it was called open up your eyes yeah Operator. <laughs> Did you hear me stop that? I stopped. I, that was me stopping it. Carl, Carl stopped the song 
at the correct time without having never heard it before. <laughs> First and that's, time. That's what a natural, that's natural musicianship. You can't learn that at a fucking guitar lesson. You can't learn that at a conservatory. Yeah. Conservatory. Juilliard bullshit. Yeah. You know we're looking for a sound guy. <laughs> I can hit play and stop. Perfect. So why do you think this is your worst song? Why did you pick this one? Because mm, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see your words. Well, so so uh, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Did this... Uh, it sounds like this song didn't get a name. Was this is this still something that was like a demo? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah definitely. Like we never we never really. It was finished. Like it's you know it's got all the bones that a song a song skeleton has. Yeah, but I feel like we always were like, oh, we have to write another part for it. Yeah. Like some sort of. It's also got a weird churchy vibe going on with it. Like, it was yeah. Which, yeah. so which is we I mean, figured we'd dig up the goods for you guys. We were like, oh, what's the real worst thing we ever wrote? We, we, we really, didn't even release honestly, it. We, re- <laughs> we really appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, we like it when people because sometimes you know, uh, you know, sometimes people bring in songs that are actually good for right. their worst song, which is fine. Right. But we like it when people bring in songs that they really dug deep to find oh, something yeah. they really dislike. <laughs> well, we had so. to, we had to find like a, a somewhat completed yeah. thing yeah. because like we have a lot of like garbage like. Well, they're not even garbage. They're just like, there's like a loop or like a weird noise. It's not even and, a real and thing that's, yet. And that counts as a demo. Yeah. Um, but this was like, okay, this someone could put this on and experience what music should be like. Like if you play this <laughs> to like an alien, like this is music. Like, cool. Okay. Yeah, this makes sense. It's not very good. But yeah. The alien would even think it was bad. <laughs> yeah. They would know it was They music. have poor taste anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. They don't hear harmonies very well. That's yeah. what I hear about aliens. I don't know. Yeah, it's all the word overtones. So. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, cool. So uh how you feeling now that you just played that song? I mean I feel great. <laughs> you feel great? <laughs> no, but really, I mean, like, even though it's that's a song that we would be like, oh, this is one of our, the worst things that we sort of came up with. Like, there's always things that we find in it that we like. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's not all bad. I, I can't I can't think of one song we've written where I'm like, oh, this is all awful. Like, there's usually something like kind of cool about it, like that Wu Tang bass line. Yeah, the Wu Tang bass line. Won't get to hear. I like that loop actually. Like, oddly enough, that never made it to the original demo. (laughs) Just like I opened my phone up and I was like, we need like a metronome that sounds cooler. Well, this whole process of playing your worst song is it's a weird thing to request to people, but especially you guys who have this process of like kind of uh, scratch and burn or whatever you want to call it, where you're making lots of demos, um, you have to afford yourself the ability to make garbage because you're trying to get out there and, and create new and cool sounds, you yeah. know, and it's just, it, 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 it's just, a I think it's cool. That, part. Yeah, I think it's cool that you guys are doing that though. I, I, I respect I respect that part of the podcast. I mean, I respect the whole podcast. The whole right. Much respect for the podcast, and I, I do like the I do like that last worst song thing. So I think it's important to kind of acknowledge that in yeah. your in your work that it's not all good, and there's a lot of bad that can come yeah. before you. I was wonder if like it's actually good. necessary. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If rappers ever have any self doubt, because they're always like so confident, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like if they're like, no, I don't have. You know, if we like invited Chance the rapper on, he's like. I don't know. He seems more down to earth, yeah, but yeah. he's not like bravado. I remember doing, I remember when I was working sound, uh, I remember I did sound for like, um, it was like a hip hop R&B showcase. And there were a lot of really good artists in there, but I, I remember there was this thread of a, a lot of them would be like, I really love this song. Like, like introducing a song like that. And I was like, <laughs> wow, that's what just like, thing. I wish I had that confidence to just be <laughs> yeah. like, this is a song that I really love. <laughs> like, I think this is really good. Like I, I could never like, 
say that to a group of people that I was about to play a song to. Be <laughs> yeah. like, I, I am so confident in this song that I would say it's good. We base an entire yeah. podcast off. Yeah, that, uh, I think. I think. <laughs> right. I think I, well, I think that that's uh, that's another cool thing about this podcast is that we give. You know, a, a service that we provide is like you get you, like <laughs> yeah. it's like well, if I have to play my best, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? Because right, right, I get right. that. Yep. You know, some people sneak in a, a good song as their worst because and they pretend like, oh, I just hate playing it because so many people like it right. so much and it just <laughs> yeah, is yeah. draining. We really like, you just want to play a good song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not. I, I don't think Happy Now's at that level where we're so. We're just like kind of. I think we feel like we've evolved past it. Actually, yeah. Yeah. it's like That's more it's. What it is. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's our best song. Ooh, but maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but like, I think everyone who anyone who knows us outside of our friend group knows us because of that song. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I, it's by default our best song. But I think we've sort of evolved past that song a little bit. Does and hey, if it sense? gets more people, more ears on your music, yeah. then then that's the goal. And we're not you know? straying so far from any of you know. Like mm-hmm. we're always trying to keep it some sort of cohesive sound, but that's like pushing a little bit and trying to do something a little bit different and like a little bit, I don't know, because our first EP, we were, we had a lot of like, almost like rules where like, keep it as simple as humanly possible. And then we were, by the second one, we were like, okay, add a little bit more and maybe Mm -hmm. the next one will add a little bit more. Or even we've talked about doing like a four track cassette EP after this one and stripping it it all way back, you know? So yeah, I don't know. We're always going through some sort of evolutionary Crisis. Yeah, although I think our focus has always been and like always will be um, to just write a good song mm-hmm. and to like not really care so much about what we end up doing in terms of production. That was sort of our first EP. We were real, we really, really were strict about keeping it simple because it was like, well, are we writing this part just because like we want to fill it up with noise or like, I don't know, does it add value to the song? Right. Or, um, and I feel like we kind of took that with us. Like even in this this yeah. EP, which is fleshed out like quite a bit more, and um, the arrangements are a little bit more complex. But I feel like each like part plays a part in the song. Otherwise, we wouldn't have uh, put it in. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like that. Yeah, it's like more about like yeah. the overall story. Like, does does this does any sort of additional element help to tell the story any better? Because it's all about that for mm-hmm. us like what what are we trying to say you know like did you hear that uh nobel uh dylan's nobel prize winning speech that he had to like give when he got the award or whatever no he made but i did video. hear tim heidecker's version of his song <laughs> for his bob dylan uh, nobel prize uh, oh yeah speech. yeah he said there's nothing noble about me anyway yeah That's how it ends. i despise the prize, <laughs> despise the prize. <laughs> look into my eyes you will see i despise the prize <laughs> 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 but he talks about uh he's like what does it all mean i don't know i, d- I just want it to sound cool or sound good yeah and it's like really that's all we're really going for as yeah. musicians it's just I, we just want to sound good yeah, and cool yeah. you know frauds yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely <laughs> yeah there's one takeaway yeah. i want our listeners to understand is that just don't listen to we're music. full of baloney yeah <laughs> music is not good um that said, uh, thank you for coming. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have any uh, shows coming up that you're playing? Um, we, we are, cur- yeah. I think actually we're in the process of booking a show at uh, Mercury Lounge for June right oh, now. Oh, cool. Um, that will be announced shortly. Um, but uh, as of right now, I don't think we have anything technically on the books. And your music's on Spotify, clearly, and mm-hmm. and Bandcamp. Uh, Bandcamp? Yeah, Spotify, Everywhere. Bandcamp, SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, we have that that. So it's the first EP, and then in French, which is the latest song, mm-hmm. that's also up as. Oh, a Oh, I single. wanted to talk about that. Can we talk about your high school boyfriend? 
about? Was his was his like eyes dreamy and? Um, no, we just we fought a lot. So it was like his eyes literally burned fire into my soul. Um, we're yeah, still right, very good friends. Just, okay, good. <laughs> Hopefully he's listening. Yeah, I assume his name is Jacques or something. I don't. Know. Yeah, well, French. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Carl's always trying to start drama on this podcast. <laughs> I like that. I respect I want, that. Yeah, I want a good show. I the drama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, cool guys. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having uh, us, Gary and Alyssa oh, of you. Shapes in Calgary. Really um, appreciate it. Yeah. What we like to do is invite people to play a wild card song to end the podcast. Would you like to play us out with a song? Yeah, let's sure. do it. Can you set it up for us before we uh, head on out? The song um, is called yeah. Blur. Yeah. Like the band? Like the band. Uh, yeah, like the band. <laughs> um, and yeah, this is uh, this is actually pretty close to how we do it like live. So not yeah. we haven't actually changed too much on this. Yep. All right, excited to hear it. The song is called Blur.
Thank you.